Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello, I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Bible reading podcast. My name's Marika and we are going to be reading Matthew 18 today. And Matthew 18 is just filled with lots of wisdom from Jesus. So let's just jump right in and get started. Matthew 18. Who is the greatest in the kingdom realm? At that time, the disciples came to ask Jesus, who is considered to be the greatest in heaven's kingdom realm? Jesus called a little one to his side and said to them, Learn this well. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable and learn about heaven's kingdom realm with wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually humbles himself to become like this gentle child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. And if you tenderly care for this little one on my behalf, you are tenderly caring for me. But if anyone abuses one of these little ones who believes in me, it would be better for him to have a heavy boulder tied around his neck and be hurled into the deepest of seas than face the punishment he deserves. Misery will come to the one who lures people away into sin. Troubles and obstacles to your faith are inevitable, but great devastation will come to the one guilty of causing others to leave the path of righteousness. If your hand clings to sin, cut it off and throw it away. If your foot continually steps into sin's path, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better for you to enter into heaven crippled and maimed than to have both hands and both feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye is always focused on sin, pluck it out and throw it away. For it is better for you to enter into heaven with one eye than be thrown into hell fire with two. Be careful that you not corrupt one of these little ones, for I can assure you that in heaven each of their angelic angels have instant access to my heavenly Father. A parable of the lost lamb. The son of man has come to give life to anyone who is lost. Think of it this way. If a man owns a hundred sheep and one lamb wanders away and is lost, won't he leave the 99 grazing on the hillside and go out and thoroughly search for the one lost lamb? And if he finds his lost lamb, he rejoices over it, more than over the 99 who are safe. Now you should understand that it is never the desire of your heavenly father that a single one of these humble believers should be lost. Restoring broken relationships. If your fellow believer sins against you, you must go to that one privately and attempt to resolve the matter. If he responds, your relationship is restored. But if his heart is closed to you, then go back to him, taking one or two others with you. You'll be fulfilling what the scriptures teach them when it says every word may be verified by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And if he refuses to listen, then share the issue with the entire church in hopes of restoration. If he still refuses to respond, disregarding the fellowship of his entire church family. You must disregard him as though he were an outsider on the same level as an unrepentant sinner. Receive this truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be considered to be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you release on earth will be considered to be released in heaven. Again, I give you an eternal truth. If two of you agree to ask God for something in a symphony of prayer, my heavenly Father will do it for you. For whenever two or three come together in honour of my name, I am right there with them. Unlimited forgiveness. Later, Peter approached Jesus and said, How many times do I have to forgive my fellow believer who keeps offending me? Seven times? Jesus answered, Not seven times, Peter, but 70 times seven times. The lesson of forgiveness in heaven's kingdom realm can be illustrated like this. There once was a king who had servants who had borrowed money from the royal treasury. He decided to settle accounts with each of them. As he began the process, 
it came to his attention that one of his servants owned him $1 billion. So he summoned the servant before him and said to him, pay me what you owe me. When his servant was unable to repay his debt, the king ordered that he must be sold as a slave along with his wife and children in every possession they owned as payment towards his debt. The servant threw himself face down at his master's feet and begged for mercy. Please be patient with me. Just give me more time and I will repay you all that I owe. Upon hearing his pleas, the king had compassion on his servant and released him and forgave his entire debt. No sooner had the servant left when he met one of his fellow servants who owed him $20,000. He seized him by the throat and began to choke him, saying, You better pay me right now everything you owe me. His fellow servant threw himself face down at his feet and begged, Please be patient with me. If you'll just give me more time, I will pay you all that is owed. But the one who had his debt forgiven stubbornly refused to forgive what was owed him. He had his fellow servant thrown into prison and demanded he remain there until he repaid his entire debt. When his associates saw what was going on, they were outraged and went to the king and told him the entire story. The king said to him, You scoundrel! Is this the way you respond to my mercy? Because you begged me, I forgave you the massive debt that you owed me. Why didn't you show the same mercy for your fellow servant that I showed to you? In a fury of anger, the king turned him over to the prison guards to be tortured until all his debt was repaid. In this same way, my heavenly father will deal with any of you if you do not release forgiveness from your heart towards your fellow believer. Well, that's the end of um, chapter 17. And what a, what a chapter that one was. Um, they really make you think, don't they? Um, I know for myself, I was just reminded of the importance of forgiveness. You know, we have been forgiven so much and we're expected to pass that same forgiveness on to others. You know, forgiveness isn't just a one-off event, but it's a daily stance. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to hold on to hurt. You know, I want to live a life filled with forgiveness and mercy towards others. Um, but sometimes that's really hard to do. Sometimes it's really hard to forgive. And in those times, you know, we have the opportunity to turn to Jesus and to ask him for his help, to give strength so that, um, yeah, we can let go of that hurt and love that person as Jesus loves them. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm kind of challenged by today. Um, But what were you challenged by? Um, There might have been something different in there for you. So why don't you take a moment to ask the Holy Spirit what he wants to say to you and what he wants you to change. And I'm going to pray. Jesus, just thank you for this wonderful chapter that you gifted to us. Um, for your wonderful teaching that you've just filled these pages of this Bible in. And I just pray, um, yeah, that you would speak to us through this word as we go about our day or our night, whatever time of the day it is, that you would just continue to speak to us about what we read and open our eyes to um, what you want us to action out today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.